0: I was talking to one of the beautiful floral designers who's part of my flower boss boot camp. And she jumped on our zoom call and she was like, Kathleen, this feels awful. And I smiled and I looked at her and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you what? get more specific? And she was like, me being in charge of my business. Can you just come over here and do this for me? (laughs) Like, <laughs> haha, see, this is when the light bulb goes off, right? I literally I was laughing and I was like, oh right, here's the thing though. That awkwardness, the fact that it feels awful, means that you're doing this perfectly. Nothing has gone wrong. But here's the thing, right? Like, if we step back for a minute, we think like, why why does owning a business feel so hard? So foreign, so unfamiliar, like we're constantly pushing shit uphill. The answer is because we are putting ourselves in a different role than we have ever been in any other area of our life. And when you start a business, the thing that they don't tell you is that you are in charge. You are the CEO, you are the big cheese, the head honcho. The one who literally calls the shots, makes the plays, and decides what to do. Which is a totally unfamiliar and foreign space for us to be in. And in so many cases, and I will definitely tell you this was my experience, I spent months and years looking outside of myself for some sort of magical solution. And this concept, this idea... That there is one right way to do something. That you must follow a certain process. You must adhere to the rules and obey our elders. Like there's some sort of possible like flower police who are going to come along and call us out. This whole concept of we're going to get found out, we're going to get into trouble is also the underlying reason why when you're a business owner, it's very common to be confronted with the idea of imposter syndrome, right? Because you're like, who put me in charge? <laughs> who allowed this to happen? I didn't sign a piece of paper that said I had to call the shots. I don't remember agreeing to these terms and conditions. And this idea of it doesn't matter what your certifications, what your qualifications are, whether you have a home-based studio where they're working at the kitchen counter, or you have the most beautiful, light-filled, amazing retail shop, shop shopfront, studio space, whatever you want to call it. What gave you the right to start this business? And why the heck are we here? What the shiz-niz were you even thinking, deciding that we could build a business? And it's very normal. Your brain is going to protest every step of the way. Because it doesn't know what's lurking out there in the big bad world. You've just put yourself in harm's way. You've said, yes, I'm going to sign up and start a business. Of course this is what we're going to do. And then all of a sudden it happens and you're like, uh, but, it, but, it, but this is scary. I don't want to do this anymore. Because your brain is programmed, your primitive brain is programmed to keep you safe. Why can't we just stay in our little cocoon where it's cozy and warm? I will tell you that there is nothing wrong with you. Your brain is gonna freak out every time you accomplish a new goal. Every single time. So if you're trying to sort out how to get your first big-ass wedding inquiry and book your first client, your brain's going to freak out. If you're thinking about what are we going to do for Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Christmas, whatever the next season is that's coming up for you, your brain's going to freak out all of the time. And this is what prevents so many business owners from continuing to pursue and continuing to grow their business. Because we think something has gone wrong. We think when we're riddled with anxiety and scared and uncertain that we should stop. Because that's how your primitive brain is programmed. Because it wants you to stay safe. It would really like you to just go out there and get a job. So that somebody else can tell you what to do. But the thing is, when you're the person who's in charge in your business, whether or not you know it, you have just signed up to be the authority in your business as human beings as we meander through this thing called life and every other area of our human beingness in our upbringing other people are always telling us what to do when we're little we've got our parents and then we go to school and we've got the teachers and then we go get our first job and we've got a boss That's a lot of years of repetition to build the habit and understand that we are conditioned and trained from a very young age to look to others for guidance and advice in telling us what to do. And then you decide to make the seemingly simple decision to start a business. And what they don't tell you when you're registering your business license, when you're getting your taxes sorted, like nobody gets you to check this giant disclaimer, this big alert on the website that says, oh, hey, (laughs) here's the thing. Do you realize that when you're starting a business that you have to step into a new identity? That you have to understand that you are the person in charge. I'm like... Shouldn't there be some sort of like giant set of terms and conditions or some epic like product disclosure statement that comes with this seemingly simple exercise of registering your business? This is the thing. It's like nobody tells you about it. This is what separates business owners from people who just have a job, is really understanding that our identity when we're a business owner shifts because we get to take responsibility, and we get to be the authority. And what's so fun, I had to jump on the Googs, jump on the Googs and ask the Googs to define authority for me. And the Google came back and said, authority is the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. It's like my favorite definition of a word ever. Because all of a sudden, whether or not you know it, it's like, no, you do actually run a dictatorship. (laughs) I know. Nobody told you that before right now. But this is the thing. You have the power or the right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. So you can kick everybody else's ass around. Now, I know you're not going to do that because you're a beautiful human being and you treat all of the humans with a great amount of dignity and respect and unconditional love. But this is the idea, and this is the concept, and this is what feels so overwhelming and stressful. This is your business. You get to decide what you want to do with it. So I wanted to talk you through the three things that you need to know about being an authority. The three things you need to know about running your dictatorship flower business, which you didn't realize was a dictatorship. Because we're all conditioned to look for guidance from our industry peers, to ask our parents, to ask teachers, to ask other bosses, to ask other mentors that we have around, what should I do in this situation? We tell ourselves this concept of like, oh, what's the right idea? I need to go out there and find the right answer to this question. So I wanted to talk you through the three most important things for you to know when it comes to being an authority. The first thing is your brain is going to freak out all of the time, right? Because you are stepping into new territory, and every evolution that you make in your business, your brain is going to continue to freak out. It's doing exactly what it's programmed to do. Our primitive brain is wired to keep us safe, to avoid danger and keep us from harm. Our primitive brain is why you're still alive. Our primitive brain is the function in our brain that prevents us from walking out in front of a moving car. So it's actually quite helpful. You wouldn't be alive if your brain didn't operate the way that it operates. However, the challenge that we face as business owners is that we are embarking on new territory. And any time that we're doing anything new, Your brain kicks into overdrive and thinks, huh, new equals unfamiliar equals it could be dangerous, therefore imminent death. Which sounds so silly, right? But it's so true. Like that feeling that you have when you show up on Instagram stories for the first time. Like your primitive brain is literally there thinking that you're going to die. That's why it feels so scary. Because your primitive brain is like driving the bus. You updating your website to get your name out there, your primitive brain is like, heck, we might as well walk through this giant open field towards the sign that says saber tooth tiger. This is how your brain is programmed to operate. Nothing has gone wrong. And uncertainty, doubt, anxiety, fear, or being scared are not good reasons to not take action it's not a good reason to not do something because you're filled with doubt it's really not because we're conditioned to believe particularly in western society that negative emotions mean something has gone wrong as humans our emotions are everything And learning to feel all of your emotions on the full spectrum is exactly the job that needs to happen when you're building a business. Because we humans are not meant to be happy and content all of the time. Because if we were, when something tragic and extremely sad happens, it would require you to continue to walk down the street in your bubble of glee and happiness. This is not the human experience. But so many of us and myself absolutely 100% included, right? I used to be so scared of my emotions. And I used to be convinced that there was this like, well, something must have gone wrong if I'm not happy. Because we're conditioned, right? Through the movies that we watch, through this narrative that our parents tell us, through like media and TV and all of the silliness that is social media (laughs) like oh hey look at my perfectly curated life oh yours doesn't look like this there's something wrong with you (laughs) I laugh because that was exactly my experience I walked around for decades thinking that there was something wrong with me right well if this person over here has figured this out and I feel awful there must be something wrong with me and if we go watch a movie and the beautiful happy ending and my life doesn't look like that then there must be something wrong with me When in actual fact, that is not true. But we're never taught, we're never trained this concept of what the power of our emotions is. And anytime that we're feeling a negative emotion isn't something to be scared of. Because when it comes down to it, an emotion is just a vibration in your body. But we're not taught how to feel our feelings. And I will say, particularly as women, we are told that we need to act a certain way. We need to be strong. We need to be powerful. You need to show up as a very consistent, essentially unemotional human being, which is just dumb because so much of the human experience and in actual fact, the entire human experience is to feel our emotions. But so often we, particularly in the context of building a business and taking a step forward, talk ourselves out of it because we think we don't want to feel what we're going to feel if it doesn't go our way. So we end up not doing anything, right? We don't want to feel heartbroken. We don't want to feel devastated. We don't want to feel sad. We don't want to feel upset. We don't want to feel any of it. Right? And we're convinced, right? We've convinced ourselves and we're convinced by everybody else around us. Oh, well, if you're not happy, then don't do it. Right? Versus, oh, no, this is just another human experience. This is just another human emotion. So that when you're confronted with everything that we need to sort out and all of the problems that we need to tackle when you're a business owner, you are absolutely confronted with the full spectrum of emotions and learning to feel your feelings is so important because we're so conditioned and we've gotten ourselves so wrapped up in our own bubble of just being scared to feel our feelings and when nobody's out there talking about the power of emotion and the power of our feelings we're convinced that there's something wrong with us when we feel a certain way versus approaching it with a whole element of curiosity. Like, huh, this is what frustration feels like in this human body. Oh, this is what jealousy feels like in this human body. And actually learning to feel the feelings as they arise. Because the whole experience of being human the only reason that we do things as human beings is because we want to feel a certain way. The only reason we ever want to go out there and go on that glamorous trip is because we want to feel the way that we think that that trip is going to feel. The only reason we're going to go out and buy that dress is because we think that dress is going to help us feel the way we want to feel. But if we can't even feel our feelings, then what's the point of even going out and doing anything? And then you layer on top of it this idea of like, well, I'm just scared of my feelings and I'm scared of my emotions. Okay, great. Then why don't we just go through life and just experience 20% of what it's like to really be human? Instead of going all in on grief, anxiety, disappointment, happiness, joy, excitement. Like there's so many emotions that the human body can experience and none of it needs to be scary. But really allowing yourself to get curious and understand what your feelings feel like in your body is so important, because then you won't be afraid of how you think you're going to feel. And all of a sudden, you're like, huh, I can just go out there and do anything. I don't care if it doesn't work. I have nothing to be afraid of. And that, my friends, is the most empowering place that you can be in your life. So just remember this. It doesn't matter if you're in week one of running your business, or you could be in week 51, or you could be in year 51. Anytime you're doing something new, your brain is going to freak out because it's going to assume that there's a saber-toothed tiger there and we're going to die. But feeling the feeling of being scared, having uncertainty, doubt, anxiety is not a reason to not take action. It really, really isn't. You take action and you feel the feelings all along the way. The more you can practice feeling your feelings, the more you can really start to understand that this is the whole point of the human existence, the less you'll allow that anxiety, uncertainty, doubt, fear, and being scared drive your mission. Your brain's going to freak out all of the time. It's fine. Nothing has gone wrong. Just keep moving forward. So the first thing you need to know about when you fully step into your authority is that your brain is going to freak out. Because all of a sudden it's like, huh, well, wait a minute. What do you mean I get to decide? I want somebody else to tell me what to do. Great, so that you can point the finger if it doesn't work. (laughs) This is what you're talking about? No. But here's the real thing, right? And number two, the number two thing you need to know when you step into your authority is there really is no one right way to do anything in this industry. Which I know for some of you will be like, I vehemently disagree. And for some of you, it will be like, what the shit are you talking about? And for others of you, it's going to be like, oh, thank goodness. Because the assumption that I had for at least five years was that there was only, literally only one way to do anything. And I spent five years trying to find the one way to do the thing. And in an industry where we're constantly kind of shaming and criticizing each other, which is really lovely. It's a lovely experience to have, isn't it? (laughs) And this like, well, I'm qualified and I'm certified and I have this diploma and I have this thing over here and I've worked for this many years and I'm this famous and I have this many Instagram followers. Then all of a sudden, those of us who put ourselves in a category of lesser than are constantly striving to find the right way to do the thing. Except, there actually is no one right way to do anything in this industry. When you believe, when you've convinced yourself that there is only one right way to do anything, you're constantly looking for information and gathering details to figure out what's right. And in that instance, you're going to be looking for forever, literally. You're constantly going to be out there looking for more information. You're going to be like an encyclopedia. And you're like, I need to know this and I need to know that. And I need to know how this person does that. And how does this person do that? And that was why I kept signing up for all these workshops. Because I was convinced that I would finally find the magic bullet to be able to solve the problem. But this is the thing. If you ask five different designers how they prep their vessels, you're going to get five different Answers. If you ask five different event managers how they prep for a big wedding, you're going to get five different schedules. If you ask five florists how they're going to process a specific ingredient, you're going to get five different answers. So the moral of the story is that there really is no one right way to do anything in this industry. And you get to decide what's right in your business right now. Literally all day, every day. Who the heck cares how somebody else is doing something? This is the power and the authority of you being in charge in your business. And I totally learned this one, the completely upside down, ass backwards way to do it because we ran a business in the middle of nowhere land, in the middle of nowhere in this big, bad world. And I was standing there recognizing, huh, well, what we've created in five years and how much money we have made in five years doesn't really seem to be everybody else's story. Huh, this is so fascinating. Meanwhile, The more I learn about how other designers have been running their business, I'm recognizing that so many floral designers are basically showing up on Instagram just putting on a brave face to try and keep up with the Joneses in comparison game that's happening in our industry. And in reality, they're behind the scenes struggling. They're not making any money. They're exhausted. And it's happening more than you realize. And this whole concept, right, that's floating around in our industry of like, check out my beautiful social media veneer, which totally led me to believe that more followers must be the way that you make more money in your business. And thank goodness that I discovered not too long after that that that's the biggest bag of boohooey that I have ever heard. Because here's the thing you can literally make millions of dollars. On hundreds of followers. No joke. It's totally 100% possible because it's really actually about understanding what matters to your customers. And many times, you know what doesn't matter to your customers? How many followers you have on Instagram. And this is the thing is you as the CEO, you as the boss of your flower business get to decide what's right in your flower business. All day Every day. It doesn't matter what somebody else is posting on social media. What do you want to do in this business? Do you know what's even better? It doesn't matter what you did yesterday in your business. It doesn't matter if, up until some fictitious date in time, you decided that you were doing big fancy weddings and then today you finally are going to take the plunge and be like, fuck that, I'm going off for funerals. Do you know what's amazing? When you're the one who's in charge, you get to. Decide. You don't ever have to explain your reasoning to anyone. And you get to decide based on what's right with you. You get to decide based on your whims. And you get to decide because you are the CEO of this business. You can literally sit down, book a meeting with yourself, and be like, hey, what do we want to do with this business? Discuss your options, evaluate your opportunities, and decide in a totally selfish manner. And one of the biggest lessons that I have ever learned is really understanding this concept of there really is no right way to do anything in this industry. It does not matter how much experience or expertise you have. Somebody else is going to come along and say, oh, that's not the way that I do it. I can guarantee you, if you go out there and talk to any other designer, they're going to do half the things differently than you do. Which is so disconcerting for us because we're so well programmed to think that there is only one right way to do anything. And I will tell you, once you have that realization and you realize that every other floral designer out there is like trying to compete with the other floral designers and then all of a sudden you decide to like step away from the competition you're like, I'm just going to go over here and run my business. (laughs) I'm just going to go over here and serve my clients and come up with new ideas so I can serve them even better and continue to refine and practice and experiment and come up with even better ideas so I can serve even more clients. And then like you step back into the world of floristry and you're like, what? What are you guys even going on about that you're whinging and complaining about your customers? They're the ones that pay the bills. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to step back out of that bubble and back into my bubble where I'm just over here to serve my clients. Okay, bye. Have a good one. (laughs) Because you do feel like you live in a bubble. And instead of wasting the energy comparing yourself to every other designer, instead of wasting the energy whinging about what your customers are or are not doing, what if we spent that energy focused on how you could evolve your business? How you could really grow the business that you absolutely love? What if you spent that energy actually focused on making more money? (laughs) Instead of spending that energy wandering around looking for the right way to do something. Do you know the fastest way to figure out the right way to do something in your business? Is to try it and see if it works for you. See if it gets you more clients. See if it gets you more customers. And if it doesn't, huh, try something else. If you go back to the podcast episode that is about data versus drama, I talk way more about that. Because the single best way to figure out what the right way to do something in your business is, take action, check out the results. Because the data is the thing that's gonna point you in the right direction. Are you making money? Yes? Great, keep going. How can you make more money? Are you not making money? Okay, let's recalibrate. What haven't I tried yet? What else could I think of? What other ideas can I come up with? Have I barely even scratched the surface in terms of what's possible? Do my customers even understand how this whole thing works? Where can I find them? How can I go out there and do more marketing? You really start to learn that once you can look at the data and make decisions from the data, that's the way that you figure out the right way to do things in your business but it is incredibly isolating and totally lonely because sitting around and being bitchy and catty with other business owners does make you feel like you're part of a tribe, but it's not necessarily the best use of time for growing your business, which is why I will say tip number three, when it comes to stepping into your authority is get help and be supported. You do not Have to do this on your own. Find other business owners you can connect with who truly get what it's like to be in charge. They don't even need to be floral designers. If they are floral designers, that's amazing. But building a tribe and a community of fellow business owners is so important because nobody else understands what it's like to be a business owner than other business owners. Literally, it would be like if you just had a baby and you need to go out there and find other beautiful human beings who have also just had a baby. And you're like, Hey, does this happen to you? Is this what, when he, what it?" Uh, and you just get to ask all those questions so that you get that reassurance to know A, you're not the only one. And B, Hey, look, this is how this person navigated the situation. I'm going to try that. Find yourself a community, go out there and build connections. And the easiest way I will tell you to do this is surround yourself with inspiring business owners on social media. Literally curate your Instagram feed with powerful individuals who inspire you, who are doing what you want to do. I love the concept of curating your Instagram feed because it's such a great example of you stepping into your authority. Because here's the thing, you don't have to actually follow anyone on Instagram. You can build a hugely successful floral design business, showing up on Instagram, showing your clients what's possible and following zero other accounts, literally. So go into your Instagram feed and clean that shiz up. This might seem like a very simple exercise to do, but it's really a wonderful example of you stepping into your authority, of you taking charge, and you deciding who and what you want to let into that pretty little head of yours. You get to decide who you follow on Instagram personally and professionally. Why even follow anyone professionally ever? Who cares? Absolutely, 100%, I thought, well, if I follow all the famous florists, then somehow their magic fairy dust is going to roll off on me and I'm just going to become hugely successful. That's not quite how it worked. Instead, I kind of did the opposite. (laughs) I'm just going to stop paying attention to what everybody else is doing and come over here and just focus on making the money. And then when I step back into the world of flowering, I'm like, oh, huh, wait just one dang minute. It seems my experience is not everybody else's experience well, this is fun. <laughs> this, is, this is fun to live in the middle of nowhere and have a totally different floral design experience than every other floral designer on the planet. It's insane and so incredibly fun. So jump onto Instagram, unfollow, mute, delete, whatever you need to do, all the people who do not inspire you and curate that Instagram feed so that every time you do jump on there, you feel motivated and you feel inspired. Because just like you're the authority in your business, you are also the authority of your Instagram. See, this is what happens when you're the CEO. It's like you get to decide. You set the rules, my friends, and you get to decide what kind of content, what other businesses you want to stay connected to. So I will tell you, fill your Instagram feed with fellow business owners who inspire you. And they don't need to be floral designers, they can be floral designers, but literally fellow business owners who inspire you, who have created something that you really admire. Use their experience as evidence to support the belief that you can do this. Because you can. Because quite literally, if she can do it, so can you. We get to use her experience or his experience as evidence to support the fact that it is possible. And it's so helpful to know that you can reach out at any time and be like, okay, what is this person up to now? Okay, yep, nope, she's still taking action. Let's get to work and keep moving forward. And I will tell you, getting support and building a community of fellow business owners and people who have been in your shoes is a game changer. Knowing that you don't have to do this alone, that you can jump into a space 24 hours a day and at least just see that there are other human beings who are struggling in a way that's similar to you, and that there's nothing wrong with you, and that you're not alone? Oy. And that's precisely why I have set up my Flower Boss Boot Camp program the way that I have. Right? Because the whole thing is hosted online, so it doesn't matter if it's 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. 24 hours a day you can jump in there and see that there are fellow business owners who are also trying to sort this shit out. And my whole mission around building the Flower Boss Bootcamp is to provide floral designers with the support and a safe space, a welcome container to ask all the questions. Stepping into your authority is what makes running a business and being a CEO so different to any other job you'll have. And in my Flower Boss Bootcamp, it's set up to teach you how to become the authority in your business. And what's so fascinating is when I'm teaching this to my beautiful humans that are inside of the program, the first thing that they'll say to me is, oh. Kathleen, I never thought of myself that way. I never thought of myself as a CEO. I never thought of myself as an entrepreneur. I never really understood that that's what I was doing. And that identity shift of you stepping into your persona as a flower boss, you stepping into your identity as a CEO is where the real work is because you have to learn to navigate the narrative and the negativity in the brain because it's never gonna stop. The negative narrative that runs through that brain, the ideas that you shouldn't keep moving forward, the ideas that you shouldn't keep making progress, it's never going away. It's not about waking up one day and being like, well, never gonna feel self-doubt again. If that's true, then you're gonna walk into the middle of a busy street. Because it means that your brain has stopped working. But here's the thing, right? It's a skill to learn, to navigate, being human, understanding your emotions, understanding that you get to redirect your brain in a way that helps you. And knowing that when you sign up and you're part of this community that we've created with My Flower Boss Bootcamp, is you get the guidance on what really matters when it comes to building a profitable flower business. Because it's not about being the most experienced or having the most Instagram followers. It's about defining your own version of success, setting your sights higher and really understanding who you need to become to build the business of your dreams. If you want your business to grow, then you need to grow. As the CEO in your business, that's where the work lies. You need to learn how to show up as the best, most audacious version of yourself and really become your version of a flower boss. We are human beings. We have a human brain. We've never been taught how the brain works. But that is where the magic lies. So I will invite you, if you want to participate, if you want to take your business to new heights, if you want to build your version of a successful flower business, then jump on board to my Flower Boss Bootcamp. It is 100% worth your time and the money. And what you get is all of the online course material. So we walk you through, step by step, everything from... Understanding your ideal client, branding, sales, marketing, conquering your website, showing up on Instagram, talking you through exactly what to post. I give you my step-by-step process on how to navigate wedding inquiries because it's totally possible to book seven and eight and $9,000 weddings without a consultation and just over two emails. It's magic, my friends. And you get access to my private community so that you get support 24-7. And you get to hang out with me and my most favorite humans on the planet. All day. Every day. Plus, you get the opportunity to ask questions day and night. Literally. You get to ask every single question that you could possibly be wondering. Hey, how should I respond to this inquiry? Hey, what do I do with this thing on my website? Hey, how the heck do I overcome the self-doubt and uncertainty? All of it. Plus, you get access to my brain on your business because you get coaching with me. So we get to spend the time dedicated on what you want your version of success to look like. How much money do you want to be making in your business? Because that is also something that you get to decide. I will tell you to get in quick because space is Limited. Click the link in the show notes so that you can get access to free 20-minute session with me. We'll talk about where you want to go in your business, what's not working, and if I think that my program is a good fit for you, I will invite you to join. If you want to sign up for a mini session, all you need to do is visit forflorist.com backslash mini, and then you can pick a time that suits your schedule and we can chat. And remember, I don't accept and I don't invite everyone who reaches out with me. It's not for everyone. But if you're ambitious and you really want to transform your business and blow your mind with what you can achieve, I highly recommend it. Because I am proof of the fact that you can make really good money as a floral designer. You don't need to be the best designer on the planet. You don't even need to live in a big city And you definitely don't need to have thousands of followers on Instagram. It's totally possible. So I will invite you to sign up for my Flower Boss Boot Camp so that you can understand and embrace the fact that you get to step into your authority, feel the power, know that you're here to run a dictatorship of a business, and make really good money. What a freaking amazing phenomenon. And my friends, if you're feeling completely overwhelmed and you're realizing that You didn't realize, (laughs) if you're realizing that you didn't realize that when you signed up to start a business that you're also starting a business, you're not the only one. It's not easy. While everyone is just filling their Instagram feed with pretty pictures, I'll be the first to remind you, go out there and learn as much about business and marketing as you can imagine. It is what is going to move your business forward. And if you want to get my roadmap to success Sign up for the Flower Boss Bootcamp. Let's go. Let's get to work. Let's get out there and make the money. And my friends, I hope that this podcast is helpful. If you know anybody who could benefit from listening to it, please share it with them. And my friends, I hope you have the most amazing week. I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now.